Well, so let me ask you a question. Are you living the life you once thought you would be living? Are you happy and full of joy? Because if you're not, well, you should be. Today, put on your hard hat because we're going to journey to the center of manifesting your best life. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Hey friends, glad you could join us. Stephen Canyon, kineticbelief.com is the website. And if you'd like to comment on today's podcast, kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com gets an email to us. And for those of you that have been asking, the 100-Day Kinetic Belief Guided Journal is again back in stock and it's available on the website. This is the book used for progressively journaling your life toward perfected completion. Also, check out the upcoming event locations at kineticbelief.com. Good morning, Miss Megan. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you today? Fantastic. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. So here we are in a resort town on the coast. Yes. And I wanted to see a theater show. <laughs> well, they're all closed. It's not going to happen, is it? <laughs> no. Gosh. We... <laughs> uh, there's a surfer out there that I can see. You could watch. I guess we could watch him. Could watch him a for a minute. A bag of popcorn. <laughs> yes. you know, we often go to resorts during the off-season for our creative time, but here's the thing about the off-season is the shows are usually closed, <laughs> and I, yeah. which I guess that's sort hey, of okay. All the really good restaurants are open, and you kind of have no, the place to yourself. That. I love it. Yeah, I, I need to stop eating in some of those great restaurants. <laughs> Yeah, for, is just that for a little so? while. Yeah. It is that right after the holidays. I think we're probably all feeling that. So we're getting ready to return to Europe. Yes, so I got a question looking forward for you. to it. Okay, if if you could if you could only buy one outfit in Europe, oh my gosh, what, what country would it be from? Ding 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 <laughs> ding ding. Oh my gosh, um, <laughs> it would be from it would be from France. From France. Yeah, it's a toss-up between Italy, really? Italy and, and France. And why is that? What, what uh, is it? They just, is it the colors? They, what, they, they just have the, the latest, France, the greatest. And, uh, yeah. Well, they, let's go shopping when we get to Absolutely. There. Paris to be specific. Uh, so today we're talking about journeying to the center of manifesting, and uh, maybe that journey will take you right into Paris. I think it will. I'm going to uh, manifest uh, a, my new Parisian outfit. <laughs> Ah, I'm looking so forward to it. Regardless of whatever it is, though, that you do wish to manifest into your life, all of it comes the same way. It doesn't matter if it's for perfected health or if you're looking to load up your bank account with a lot of cash, whatever it is. All of it comes exactly the same way. And for those of you who, like me, want to know how things work... Okay, let's let's <laughs> drill down in. Let's get down to the center of manifesting because I yes. want to know how all of this works. The, the mechanics. Here, okay, here is a quick lesson regarding the substance of belief from quantum physics. And I've been told I should go slow when I'm talking about quantum physics. Yes, I told you so that. You told me that. <laughs> so here it is. Belief causes... When you believe for something, it what happens is it's causing this quantum fluctuation, which results in quantum tunneling. And that creates... A bubble in the quantum universe. It is a bubble for your belief. And the God particle substance, which permeates all of space, 
um, is the thing that's upholding the, the bubble that your belief has caused. So now when you create a thought form, there is an energy to your desire that results in a quantum supersymmetry. Quantum supersymmetry, that's the standard model in quantum physics, which says that every particle has a partner or its own antiparticle. Well, in quantum supersymmetry, every particle also has a supersymmetric partner particle. The highest viewpoint of a thought that you come up with, whatever that highest level of thinking is, now look, that is just one half of a creation. You're one half of it. That's what you're just a, a half pint. <laughs> the, the partner, the partner particle is it's attracted to form by the God particle, which is stabilizing uh, the it's the constructor. It's the stabilizing constructor to all of the forms in the universe. So without the stability of quantum supersymmetry, the universe would collapse upon itself. Well, that hasn't happened, has it? No. So the good news is your thoughts, when held in a continuous thought form, when you are unwavering in your belief, when you refuse to turn to the left or to the right to consider alternate uh, suggestions, when you when you hold on to that thought continuously, it will manifest. There it is. That's that. (laughs) That's how it works. So so every human being is a creative factory. It is really refreshing to you know, not just to hear what we're supposed to do, but to hear why and how it works and how you're, I love how you're just merging the science of this with the belief and the faith and, and, um, you know, just all of these ideas coming together to create really just the sure thing of manifesting. Well, so many people, and and I'm certainly one of those, I like to know the mechanics of, of, of why, which actually made me not a very good student in school. I got to tell you, because, because most of my takes forever to learn something. Well, most of my teachers couldn't tell me why. Right. Just do as I say. Well, and they just want you to memorize everything. You know, yep. that you just memorize, memorize instead of instead of gaining this deep understanding. So, um, but you're right. I think it builds up your faith. It builds up your knowledge of the process when you when you know how it works. And you don't have to, you know, know all the formulas to understand what you just said. Just know this, that you are here in a vessel right now. And your vessel is a creative factory for your beliefs. Every single person is a distribution center for original source substance. The resulting life that unfolds before every single person is the result of what each person chooses to believe. You're living a life that you've believed. You're living a life right now and surrounded by the things that you've been talking about. And the character of creative believers. Now, this is where the rubber hits the road. The things that you desire to see, that's the thing that's going to determine what each uh, uh, person chooses to believe is your character basically. So every one of your imagined desires has creative power, be it good or bad. That's why your character this sort of matters. That's why I always love when we talk about this because you always take us back to this concept of, hey, you're going to be manifesting no matter what. So you might as well put it to work for you instead of against you. That's right. You cannot opt out of this. Somebody says, well, I don't believe that. Well, that's your belief. So now you're <laughs> going to manifest that you don't believe that your belief is going to create things and the manifestation of that is going to be void of the good things that you could yeah. be purposefully believing to see. Right. When manifestation is just left left up to our base instincts and our base emotions and our base fears it's gonna be ugly (laughs) those are called victims 
Yes. Those are victims of life. Whatever thought forms you hold as a continual idea, it must manifest as a visible form. Um, it has to happen, and it has nothing to do with you once you've hold that thought form. The universe does the rest of it. The, your unwavering thought forms will always attract substance into reality. Mm, always. Always. No matter what they are. Right. So the moment you're convinced of the existence of your present tense desire, and notice I'm saying once you are convinced, uh, you are. if you're not convinced, you're double-minded. That means, well, I think that sounds like a good idea. We'll just see what happens. You're double-minded. You're not convinced. Well, I think that's a great idea, but, you know, my daddy said that I should do this instead. You're double-minded. No, your desire becomes a very real thing when the substance of matter within the universe begins to move toward the thing that you are, you have conviction for, your article of faith, the thing that you're unwaveringly believing to see. And so as the moment that you become convinced of the existence of your present tense desire, it is a very real commodity, whether it's visible to the eye or not. It exists that very moment before you can even see it. And you're talking about you know that conviction and holding that conviction. And isn't that, that's always to me, the most difficult part of manifesting anything is the consistency. You know, you feel good one day and you're, man, and you're working toward that manifestation. And then the next day you feel differently. So, you know, not being led around by your emotions and, and remaining consistent for as long as it takes is always, for me, going to be the, the, the most challenging part of this process. Right. And, you know, we are, we been wired to believe what we see. Mm. The kinetic believer determines to believe what they cannot see based upon what they've chosen to believe. Whether or not it's visible to the eye, that has nothing to do with the existence of what you're choosing to believe. So in, like you're saying, regardless of how you feel about it, you know, negative feelings come and they will go when you move beyond what you are believing to, to um, uh, when you're uh, putting your beliefs in accordance to feelings and and uh, emotions that will always turn you away from what you are believing to see. In other words, the quantum physical fact is that that has to be impressed upon every successful kinetic believer is understanding that what you've chosen to believe it exists the moment you choose to believe it. You can't see it yet because it hasn't manifested into the natural yet. But it's very real. The particles of your, your belief already exist, and it will absolutely change the circumstances of your life when you continue to hold on to that. that a desire held into a thought form is a real thing. And I love that you pointed out that we are absolutely wired to live by everything that we're seeing. I mean, that's, a, that's part of surviving, you know? So I think... Recognize, not only recognizing it, but sort of admitting it. it. It gives you this sense of, okay, I know this is how I'm, I'm pre-wired to work. And so I know what I have to overcome spiritually to, to be enlightened and to, and to raise myself up and to live this different kind of life. There's so many great analogies to this. Uh, Tiger Woods is a really good one. You know, you take a five-year-old whose dad is telling him that you're the greatest golfer in the world. <laughs> well, was he? In his mind, he was. So he was. And so he continued to hold that desire into a thought form, imagining to see himself beating Jack Nicholas and all these others in golf. Mm -hmm. And so his desire, his vision, his, in, his inner vision contained the substance of form that actually already existed the moment little 
little Tiger Woods began believing himself to be the greatest golfer in the world, the reality of that existed at that moment, even when it was not yet visible. And so the, the creative creator, which all of us are, we come into the land of the living as creative creators. We internalize the forms when we hold those beliefs as a desire. And you hold on to it. You lose a golf match and you continue to hold on to it. You, 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 you shoot a 120 strokes on a 72 par course and you continue to hold on to it. <laughs> Nothing's going to change your idea or the thoughts in your mind that you are the greatest golfer in the world, according to your own genius of ability. Is that conviction of belief something that, that just you're waiting to sort of just happen? Or is that something you're cultivating? That, that level of conviction. Well, I think cultivating is probably a better word to use there because it's like a pearl. The pearl exists before it's even fully formed as it's being cultivated within the shell of the oyster. You're holding on to that grain of sand and it's continuing to polish and develop and grow and as time comes and goes, but not be- if you let go of it, yeah. it'll never become a pearl. Yeah, you're just hanging on to that thought form. You're cultivating, cultivating it, it, holding like on to it, holding fast to it. Mm. Yeah. The creative creator internalizes the grain of sand when they hold the belief as a desire. Look, you, you're then surrounded by the invisible substance of the things that are associated with your thoughts. And when you desire something, it is imperative that you journal the details, the picture of your desire, and do it with clarity. Hold the thought form unwaveringly in your mind. And don't turn from it. In conversations, don't, don't have conversations about the alternate reality of what it is you've chosen to believe. Look, here's, here's something, too. I think this is vitally important, and, and this has come up recently. Journaling, listen, journaling is not a diary, people. <laughs> You're not just writing down what's happening to you. That's not what journal, uh, kinetic belief journaling is. We probably should have covered this uh, months ago. Journaling <laughs> is not a diary. A diary is what's happening to you. Okay, and if you, if you journal what's happening to you, whatever is happening to you is going to continue to happen to you. <laughs> Dear diary. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. A kinetic belief journal is your, is your purpose for living book. This is your book of convictions. This is your article of faith. This is your unwavering convictions regarding the journey that you have chosen to live. You've purposed to choose in agreement with the fate of your existence. Continually choose to experience the emotions of your desire. You choose your emotions. Choose your feelings. Continually choose those and by having present tense gratitude for believing you've already received your desire having already come to pass. And you do this through the meditative practice of gratitude as though you've already received it. Imagine it done. See that it is already done. One of my favorite things about this journaling, manifesting process, you know, incorporating that journaling in there is that when you're writing something down, you're being incredibly thoughtful about what you're what you're putting on paper and it's a really good depth of thought and for me what that gives me is something to even read later because whenever you're going through this manifesting process for me personally okay let's say you have these emotions that you're that you're really combating so that you can hang on to that thought form just coming up with something positive to say is sometimes difficult 
So I love being able to go to the journal, read it, say it out loud, and it really centers you. It, it continues to anchor you, you know, long after you've, you've even written something down. Yeah, I've created a, a 100-day guided journal. It's called the Law of Attraction 100-Day Guided Journal. And like you said, it's perfect and absolutely uh, vital that you, when you're journaling out your course for life, that you're going back several days. Every time you go, you revisit your journal to, to uh, create those high viewpoints and thought forms, you go back several days earlier. Reread what you've already written yeah. so that there's a uh, seamless continuum in your journey for life. And so that's the way that this journal was written, the book that we have created, and so that you can use it as a logbook for coursing your journey. Well, and it is nice to just have a guide, you know, to have a guide to take you through this process of manifesting because it can seem incredibly straightforward day one, and then day 10... You can't. You, you don't know your left from your right. You're fogged in. What it was? What was I thinking? Thinking I could manifest this right. thing. So it's an incredibly valuable tool. Um, and again, I just love that you can reference it to to think of because it's hard to think of. You always teach us. You know, you teach us to to say words out loud because that's the only way you can replace your thoughts. And it really gives you that that sort of go to. To, to you're not sitting there like trying to conjure up things to say in the moment. Yeah, they're quantum particles to your thoughts and imaginations. Everything is made up of energy. And so what you're actually doing is you're you are attaching yourself to the to the force energy, the creative energy that you started days ago, and mm. you're continuing to string that together. Yeah. You want to keep kinetically pushing that into the universe to attract the form of the thoughts that you are harboring. And you you are a hot spot of energy holding on to a thought form. Yes. See yourself as energy. See yourself as creating something. In the universe, you're attracting the substance of those thoughts to manifestation. See yourself practicing the thing that you want to come to pass in your imagination. See yourself moving toward becoming the greatest golfer in the world. You might not have the greatest stroke right now, according to your own genius of ability. And yet you're working on that. You've got somebody in there coaching your your skills. So that's changing every day. What's not changing is your genius. That's remaining true to yourself. That's the pearl that you are you are incubating and holding on to. The material form, it has got to manifest. It will manifest. It must manifest according to the universal law, which creates. Well, and isn't patience playing a huge role in everything that you're describing? And I love that when you're when you're manifesting something, you know, you have to have the ability to plant a seed and then leave it in the ground long enough for it to actually take root and grow. And for me, that journal is everything when it comes to having the patience to even apply to this manifesting process. An interesting thing about the concept of patience is patience belongs to the spectator. Mm. Patience belongs to the one who's watching a kinetic believer on their journey. They're looking at you going, how can you continue to do the same thing and remain true to your conviction when I don't see what you're talking about uh, as having (laughs) manifested? No, to the six-year-old, they're playing the game of the greatest golfer in the world in their mind, even though the ball is going off into the woods. So there's no patience in that. They're enjoying the victory every time they step up to the plate. There's no patience involved in the child who's sitting at the piano, imagining them they're playing at Carnegie Hall while mom and dad wishes they would do anything but play the piano again. 
<laughs> so what I'm about to say is the most important aspect of manifesting your perfected desires. Look, give no consideration and create no viewpoint for any thought forms regarding yourself in connection with sickness and disease and with lack and poverty. I'll say it again. Give no consideration at all in regards to sickness and disease, lack and poverty. Only conceptualize and meditate upon perfected health. Desire yourself to be strong and well. See yourself with great wealth. Don't see yourself as being broke trying to become wealthy. Don't see yourself as having nothing trying to get something. See yourself with great wealth. Journal the thought forms and imagine to see them. If you do these things with conviction and view sickness and disease as violations of the laws of which the physical body was originally meant to represent, then your desires will always manifest in the natural in the flesh. Mm, that's a really um, powerful point that you're that you're making. I love this concept that you really should be getting your back up against these negative entities trying to really come in and, in a sense, steal what you're trying to manifest out from under you and applying a level of aggression to overcoming those things, not allowing them into your mind or into your body and into your life. Um, that That's a huge part of this. And again, that's just a perspective shift because a lot of times it's easy to see those things as, as just part of life, things that just happen, but no, they're, they're an invasion <laughs> trying to steal this life that you're working to manifest. Megan, that is such a valuable point that you're making. See anything coming against your highest viewpoint for living as an enemy of yours. Mm -hmm. See that it is a living, breathing enemy and speak to it in the same way. Get mad at it. Allow yourself to get your back up and say, no, you don't. You're not coming in here to take my health. You're not coming in here to, to rob me of my wealth. You will not take my best, dearest friends from me. You create your highest viewpoint on ideas of yourself as you desire to be and then you champion those and edify them and celebrate them and build them up and protect them it's life that you're giving birth to protect it like it's a newborn baby of yours and you won't allow any of the shadows of darkness to come in there and steal and rob what you are believing to see to be your best life you do that and do it with that conviction and i'm telling you it's just a matter of days before you start seeing your best life come to pass and isn't that why this is a, a, a guided manifestation journal instead of a diary because the diary is going to be this concept of Oh, so-and-so treated me so bad today. And I mean, <laughs> you're whining. It's it's like a victim journal, basically. Oh, you could just turn the pages, loser. And like, oh, <laughs> this is where I lost again. Oh, and they took this from me. That's, all, that's all I wrote um, in my diary, I think, when I was a teenager. Loser. I'm just, <laughs> it was I'm just so the word sad. loser. <laughs> I'm so sad. But yeah, but that's it. I mean, focusing on the positivity and writing, you know, putting a pin to the life that you actually are imagining to have, that's incredibly powerful, especially on this consistent basis that you're talking about. If you wanted to become an actor and your desire is to become great at the art form of acting, you picture yourself as a great actor. You see yourself on stage or on the screen with unique and unmatched eloquence, with this ability of elocution uh, representative of your inner genius, and you begin to, to visualize that taking place. You imagine yourself as the great actor in every possible situation. 
and every dramatic encounter, regardless of what it is. And you're going through that process, seeing yourself in all these situations. And even even though you're right here at the very beginning, maybe you've never been on stage before and you're just starting the process and training yourself and you're working with a coach in order to perfect your talents for all the very uh, dramatic circumstances. Never forget and never fail to be the greatest actor in your thought forms of yourself. Maybe you can't memorize lines. It doesn't. You you're, you see yourself as being a, a genius at it. And as the images grow and develop more succinctly and habitually into your mind, the creative forces from within and from your surroundings, what's happening? They're beginning to work for you. They're beginning to develop for you. They're beginning to take form and shape for you. And then you begin to manifest your highest viewpoint from your inner genius and the essentials for your craft of acting from uh, begins to develop uh, in material around you. And then you begin to move toward the thing that uh, you're being compelled to move forward toward. Well, what's happening? You are fashioning yourself into the creative genius of an actor, and nothing will be able to prevent you from becoming exactly what it is that you've imagined to be. That's a really powerful point because sometimes when you're believing, you get sort of stuck in that little circle of belief but it's it's so important to be reminded that okay when you're believing you're also believing with expectation and so you're not just believing that something is going to you know pop out of a genie lamp and and you know overcome you you're believing and you're seeing it and you're imagining it while fully expecting these, uh, you know, expecting the unexpected, you know, expecting this, all these special encounters and the odd, like you're talking about being an actor, the auditions and the gigs and, you know, belief plus expectation. Well, you see, you see yourself as playing the role of Hamlet. And yet your first time out, they give you the, the job of water boy. You're carrying the pellet bucket for the horses. Your tree. And you trip and you fall and you spill the water all over the stage. And somebody says, you suck at acting. Yep. Well, now you're faced with a choice. Either I suck at acting or I still see myself as Hamlet on the inside. Yeah. And nothing by in any ways or means is going to turn me from the course. I will not. I refuse to become double-minded about being the greatest actor in the world. And in fact, when I tripped and spilled the water, the pell of uh, the pell of water on stage in front of 500 people, I still saw myself as the greatest actor in the world. And you pick up and you continue on to the world watching. You're full of patience to yourself. You have that inner light of the genius of your ability to be the actor. That's going to be so vital to your success in this and manifesting because people wanting to pass judgment on you, that's never going to end. That's part of being a human being alive on the planet. And so making sure that your own vision and what you say about yourself comes from within and that you don't look for even accolades or the negativity from other people. That's everything. When that negativity shows up and it comes from the judgments of other people, like we were saying a few minutes ago, let that get your back up. And I don't mean, mean become confrontational. Just <laughs> just retreat to the to quietness of your meditative time and say, no, you don't. I see you as an enemy to my purpose for living. And in fact, I'm going to show you, I'm going to become even better and I'm going to work harder and I'm going to move more kinetic energy toward that thing I'm believing to see myself uh, 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 enveloping and becoming what's happening. You're developing. You're developing the genius into the natural and you're fashioning yourself after your heart's desire. 
in the same way, the, the athlete who's training to become a professional, they're imagining themselves as competing in perfected form. And they see themselves performing at the highest level of ability to the delight of these enormous audiences. And, and the athlete, and that's, a, that's part of it, isn't it? Um, having played football, I can tell you it's one thing to, to uh, pass or throw a ball 60 or 70 yards when no one's looking. In practice. But then you get out into a stadium, and it's all <laughs> tunnel vision and, and lead yeah. feet and hands, and it's a whole different world. But well, that, you, that's part of the practice of it. Isn't that why at that level that it's not just about some sort of talent or gifting? It's, it's, that, it's equal parts uh, you know, ability and mindset. Imagination. Yeah. The desire. The pressure's on. The athlete imagines the highest conception for themselves from the highest viewpoint possible regarding their sport while applying the imagination to themselves. Iran's only female Olympic medalist, um, 21-year-old, she was Kamiya Alizada, and she just announced the other day that she has, she's defected from her country, from Iran, and she's gone somewhere in Europe. Well, she wrote an, uh, this Instagram post while, uh, and she was explaining why she defected. She said that she is one of the millions of oppressed women. And uh, Alizada became the, she was the first Iranian woman to win an Olympic medal. And it was in Taekwondo. I mean, so she's, wow. she can take care of herself. <laughs> yes. But now here's the wow. takeaway from that. Um, a spokesperson with the United States, uh, the State Department in the U.S. said that said that Iran will continue to lose more strong women unless it learns to empower and support them. Now, that is a typical perspective of controlling authorities, saying that they are the ones that empower people. Mm. Kinetic believers, however, they understand that governments don't empower people. People are already empowered when they imagine themselves to be so. Imagine yourself unwaveringly to be empowered, and then whatever must happen will happen. And you may find yourself defecting somewhere to Europe rather than where you are right now. But whatever needs to happen will happen when you see yourself as empowered and you see yourself um, as with the ability to do and to become anything that you imagine to be. Mm, You're so right. I'm sure that she would say, well, actually, I am empowered and I did that myself. Thank you very much. (laughs) That's the elite. Yeah, that's right. Those are the world changers. The architect and the engineer, you know, they do the exact same thing. They unwaveringly hold their highest viewpoints of whatever it is they're desiring to become. And I'll tell you this, a photograph of what you want or want to be on your refrigerator that is not enough. That's not going to get it done. <laughs> It'll be just be enough to depress you. <laughs> no, yeah, you're just coveting something that you're not. No, you must actively write to journal to imagine, to see, and to act in agreement with the original genius of your purpose, to imagine yourself into the image and to be unwaveringly certain that you are advancing toward what you are imagining your life to be. Well, and you're, you are the only one that's going to have enough passion and tenacity to actually make your vision come to pass. Everybody has their own agenda. And so to look around and think that somebody's going to do you some sort of favor to make your dream come true is, is insane. That's crazy. You mentioned the engineers and architects. I saw something the other day and it said, uh, all architects' dreams are engineers' nightmares. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> but it just made me think right. that, you know, those are two very different agendas, but their agendas are, are unique unto themselves. And those visions would never happen without the person behind them. We're always looking for directives, like you say, and directives are going to come from without or from within. Mm-hmm. Yours should always come from within. It yes. needs to be your choice. This is a directive for you that's going to lead to advancing your mind, body and soul toward perfected completion while remaining joyous and optimistically happy for your future. As you begin your journey, look, this is so important that you make certain that you do not pay too much attention uh, to the influence and the advice and suggestions of those people around you. No one can know better than you what is right for you. Listen to what others say, but always confer with your journal expectations in order to form your own conclusions and never allow other people to decide what you are to be. Well, and I like that you said to confer with your journal because it does give you the sense that not only is it a logbook, but it's it's allowing you to really plot your course and to reference it and to make sure that you're staying on path and that you're staying on track and that you're not, you know, uh, goodness, just allowing something to, to change your vision, to make it less than because you don't think you can achieve the highest one. Sure. And a great way to look at the journal is to understand that you're not doing this thing one time. Mm. You locate your original purpose every day. Yes. It's, it's not just one, That's one time. Good. You know, you don't just go and determine what your purpose for living is and then go on and live it. No, you have to, you have to locate your original purpose and relocate it and relocate it and relocate it day after yeah. day after day after day. It's like somebody's trying to, to move the, the spot that you begin to dig in and you've got to go and find the, the money pit all over again. It, <laughs> it never changes where it originally was, but yeah. you change. Right. You're, you're being shifted around and people are pushing you and pulling you and confusing you and the noise of the world moves you around, you've got to locate your original purpose and revisit it every single day in order to understand what it is that makes you different and unique and promote that and feel that and then be what you feel that you want to be. I love that, that you're cultivating and focusing on and and even reestablishing that vision. And I I like it because every time you do it, it's going to, to carve it in deeper and deeper and deeper into your mind and your heart and your convictions. And so it's not just a repeat, you know, you're not just revisiting it just for the heck of it. It's actually reestablishing it in a deeper way every single day, every single time. This happens so quickly. It's a slippery slope. I mean, if you step yeah. away from your original purpose just for a few days and you begin to overtly observe, to consider the opinions and thoughts of other people, it is so easy to be misled by a false notion of mm-hmm. some obligation and responsibility. Yeah. Look, never believe yourself to owe a person an obligation that is going to somehow prevent you from making the absolute most of yourself. Be honest and true to you, and you will never be fake. When you've made up your mind what it is that you want to experience and to become, immediately create the highest viewpoint, the conception of that idea that you are capable of imagining. Create that concept and do it as a thought form and then revisit it like we're saying. Do it over and over frequently throughout every single day and see it as a fact for you, as a conviction for you, as your article of faith for being. Because this is your real truth, so believe in it. And then from that moment on, deafen yourself to every adverse suggestion. And I'll tell you this, people are going to call you foolish 
and you're gonna you're gonna get under the skin of a lot of people <laughs> that would much rather control you. And some are gonna just call you a dreamer, but if they do, then you're in the company of the greatest that have ever lived. Absolutely. And that that notion of obligation is is a very powerful one, isn't it? Because this idea that you can be swayed in one direction or the other by people's expectations of you. It's a powerful one. And it's one that takes a lot to overcome. I mean, it's absolutely possible. Um, But that's why I love this process of manifesting because I've found that personally, when I go through that process, a lot of those things naturally seem to just drop away as part of the process. Right, yeah. You know, we're talking also so much about being double-minded and... considering the suggestions of others that would lead you away from your path for living. Another thing that can crop up and often will is just the factor of time, the time restraints that we are all within. No one has had more hours in a day than another. And so here's something that you, you, a kinetic believer who is successfully going about this must be aware of. I, I went into a small Appalachian town um, in the eastern part of the U.S. about 15 years ago. And went into this this area, a very impoverished area, but they had just lost its, its uh, their manufacturing jobs. There was a couple of plants that, and that was it, the only source for income in the small area. And th- those factories had shut down. And so um, what we've been doing for a number of years, and, and back then as well, is I would go into these areas where the poverty level is pretty high to bring in some relief. Um, and we would... We'd, we're taking about 15 tons of, of food and, and clothing and life provision and, and things for the people there. Uh, the poverty level in that area is about 30%. And, but here's the thing. We approached about a dozen different organizations in that small town and asked them if they would like to come out and participate and provide volunteers for helping in the distribution of the provision. Well, it was, they said, uh, and this is what I continued to hear from all of them, well, let us get together, and we're going to have several meetings about it, <laughs> and um, give us a couple of weeks, and, and um, we will get back with you and see how many people are, would like to participate in the distribution. Well, a couple of weeks came and went, and I had not heard anything, and so I uh, made the plans and got the tractor trailers together and loaded up the trucks, went into that town, did a distribution. There were about close to, I would say, just over a couple thousand people that came out to this uh, center that we had arranged to do this. And we distributed, like I said, about 15 tons of provision. Well, a few days later, after this successful event, I got a phone call from the leader of the group of all of the different um, organizations. And somehow we came into town and left without them even knowing about it. And he said, uh, yeah, Stephen, he said, just wanted to give you some good news. We've all decided that we would like to help with the distribution of the provision. Um, we're, we're going to set up some committees. And uh, um, he said, we'll need about uh, six months uh, to a year to, to finish <laughs> our, our meetings and talking about it. And I said, well, my friend, we've... We've already done the the distribution. It's over. Time can work for you, and it should be working for you. But I'm telling you, if you are uh, prone to uh, excuses, if you are looking for uh, reasons things might not work, if you want to 
to consider the alternate suggestion, then you will never reach to the point of your destination where you, your fate becomes a reality. The wow. good faith, the purpose for living, your, your divine reason for being here. Move forward and move forward as quickly as you can and look to accomplish the things that you're imagining to see. And I'm telling you, the quicker you move toward them, the faster the, the law of attraction will compel the source of your, your thoughts to you. Wow, what a what a great example of what you always tell us, which is the power and the the victory in all this is going to be in the doing, in the action, in the putting your hand to the thing that you're believing for. I love what Picasso said. He said, only put off until tomorrow what you are willing to die having left undone. Oh, wow. Basically, because you're not going to do it. <laughs> That's right. There will be a tomorrow that you will not see. Wow. And if you put it off until then, chances are good you'll never see yeah, it. Yeah, don't kid yourself. You know, be honest with yourself about what procrastination really is. Become thirstier. Become hungrier to see your life mm. manifest. That the, Your visions come to pass. Wow. Don't put them off. Get off of your rear end and begin moving excitedly toward the thing you're believing to see. Champion yourself. Look, there are are no common people, only average. And most people simply don't realize that they have a choice in how to live their life. Most simply resign to living a life that they don't want to live. And they spend all of their days complaining about their situation, complaining about their health, complaining about their finances. Now, you may begin eliminating right now today the things that you dislike and the people you don't want to be around. Cast down the habits and cast down all those personalities that are preventing you from manifesting your greatest life. What you believe to be hard sacrifices, those are actually easier than, sh than, than you not making the sacrifice. Changing the course of your destiny, it's got to be made right now in pursuit of your greatest life. Deny the influence of negativity and do it for your greater good. Actually, when you do it for you, you're doing it for the advancement of all of humanity. You're doing it for the, your best life because that is essential to all of us. So stop whatever it is that you're doing. If you're living in some kind of a round-robin existence, not going anywhere, and go back to your original purpose and be brave enough to fear not and embrace the qualities of your differences. This is the beginning to distancing yourself from mediocre activities, which will resign you to just some average life. No, kinetically believe, which simply means be unwavering in your belief to begin moving toward activities that elevate you and reposition your life trajectory toward massive accomplishment. Don't put this off anymore. Maybe you've been listening to these podcasts and you just continually to mentally agree and think, oh yeah, that sounds great. Oh, that's exciting. I think I'll get the kinetic belief 100 day guided journal. I think that I'm going to order that in yeah, I'll get a few for my friends and we'll just see what happens. Because, yeah, maybe I'd like to do something different next year. Stop all of that because I'm telling you it requires massive attraction. Success is not something to be obtained. Your success is defined by your willingness to be you. Your success becomes inevitable when you practice a few simple disciplines every single day. Not starting tomorrow, but starting today. And you do it by reviewing your, your, your daily practices of kinetic belief journaling. And small daily manifestations lead to extraordinary and stunning results three months from now, a year from now, five years from now, ten years from now and on. Where, where you would like to be in your future, see yourself there today.
Who will you be? What will you be doing? Have you ever really thought about this? Seriously. Because this is your life. And the fact that you're listening to this podcast, that reveals the source of your success is beckoning your attention. Your authentic destiny is restless and it's calling you home. Plan now, right now, on how you wish to spend this life. Because if you don't, then the accidentals will. Fall in love with yourself, your differences, fall in love with your unique genius. And then with the conviction of your soul and your articles of faith, you're going to find you are far more capable of being you than anyone else is. Put kinetic, forward-leaning action in the direction of your imagined dreams, casting down the fears of failure. And and, and, And the authentic warrior from your within will lead you to your marvelous fate. However, I'll tell you that should you choose to cower away and be sensitive and timid throughout your days, and you don't take action, but you continue to subsist into a life of mediocrity, what a shame your passage is going to be. It is so sad to see creative creators choosing to remain trapped within a life that they just despise, rather than constructing the blueprint for all of their dreams. Change your life by doing these things and do it for you and do it for all of us. I want to see your best you. I want to see what you're actually made of because there's, I will have never seen anything else like you if you'll just let me see. Say this out loud and say it after me. Just say, this is my one natural life. This is my one natural life. I am aware of this truth. I'm aware of this truth. I'm manifesting my dreams into my reality. I'm manifesting my dreams into my reality. I'm choosing to live abundantly. I'm choosing to live abundantly. I'm choosing to live a prosperous life. I'm choosing to live a prosperous life. I'm exuding joy. I am exuding joy. I am radiating positivity. I'm radiating positivity. I am the embodiment of success. I am the embodiment of success. I am manifesting my life of greatness. I'm manifesting my life of greatness. That's it. That's how you do it. And that's it. And that's how you do it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, wow. What a what an interesting, uh, fresh look at manifesting. And like you said, the mechanics of it and the journey of it and understanding that process. I think it helps you see it from almost this aerial point of view, which, you know, th- that level of understanding, it helps. It's such a it's it really assists you in getting through this process successfully. Journaling is a flyover yeah. for changing your perspective. Get out of the woods so you can see yeah. the forest. If you want to take a look inside the uh, 100 day guided manifestation journal that Stephen was talking about, that's going to be at kineticbelief.com. And thanks so much. This has been an amazing episode. Oh, that's so cool. You know, I just thought it just uh, dawned on me that you can actually do that. I think there's a really cool video there that they can yes. watch and takes them on a quick journey into the inside of the Kinetic Belief Journal. Absolutely. It's just a quick, uh, I think it's a two minute video. And then there are also photos of the inside of it as well. It's beautiful. And while there, check out the event page and come out and visit us for one of the Mastering the Universe workshops uh, when we get to a town close to you. Always been so much fun. so much fun. Love those. This is, and today is no different. <laughs> Absolutely love those. And all that can be found at kineticbelief.com. Make sure you follow Stephen on Instagram at Stephen Canyon, S-T-E-V-E-N, Canyon like the Grand Canyon. See you again tomorrow, Megan, <laughs> okay. and all afternoon and tonight as well. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang out. Let's do it. All okay, right. I'll see you then. Thanks okay. as usual for all the wisdom. Bye.